So uh, Jamie Edmondson is about to join us in the studio. She is a very uh, beautiful and charitable young lady. Um, I got good news and bad news. I did just get an email from uh, E-Blank over with the Lightning uh, for a free ticket offer. For you? No, for all of us. Okay. That's the good news. What's The bad news is it's for UFC tomorrow night, not for the Lightning tonight. <laughs> did he really did he really send an email just for UFC? Yeah. Oh man. He, guys, he said I got some lower levels for the UFC event tomorrow. You guys want to go? That's very nice of you, Blank. Only if we can go tonight and wait into the arena until tomorrow. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh I um uh, you had me text earlier in the week, Seth, because you were uh you knew that they've got the Pet Pal event going on Sunday at the Tampa Bay Rays game. Yeah, and I saw that Jamie was making the media rounds, and I wanted to make sure that we could have her on the show. Right, and there were a number of ways we could have gone about it. Uh, we could have gone the official route through the Rays. That can get us a little bit snagged in some red tape, uh, which is to say they might not have gone back with us as uh, expeditiously as we would have liked. So I decided I would cut out the middleman and uh, and text Longo directly and say, hey, can we have Jamie on the show? And he said, I don't care what you do. Uh, just don't you know, show her your underpants. And, uh, and then uh, I said, great, texted Jamie, and she said, would love to. And wouldn't you know it, she made time with her kids and whatnot. And here she is, Jamie Edmondson. Hi, Jamie. Hi. How are you? Well, next time you have to specify which lobby, because I was waiting downstairs. You were in the downstairs lobby. The downstairs lobby, oh, and dang you guys it. were waiting for me in the upstairs lobby. Oh. I'm so glad I'm you were able to, keep to connect. Oh no! Don't even worry about it. You could have shown up at 5:55, and we would have made time for you. <laughs> um, all right. So this event that is going on Sunday to benefit the PetPalAnimalShelter.com, uh, people can bring the a lot of items to the Rays game. I would like you to know that I brought that gigantic bag of Science Diet food just for you. I hope that is. Well, on I'm going to give it to the dogs. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want you to eat it. They, no. We have gummy candy. My if kids you're do eat it. No, no they shouldn't. Gross. What? Uh, yeah, they do. But that is uh, that is for They're the dogs. What kind of people uh, or what kind of things can people bring that are on the Pet Pal wish list uh, for Sunday's game at the Trop? Well, I see we have a lot of Skippy peanut butter here. We yeah, do. I, I brought Thank that, you. by the way. I see Garabo's just taking credit for it. I bought that stuff, and then I told Drew to buy stuff as well. Seth did Thank bring that. Thank you very much. Well, there's we could always donate poop bags. Poop bags? Yes, they would take poop bags. Okay. Um, crates, dog beds, cat Kong beds. Kong toys? Which, I'm sorry. Kong toys? Yes, Kong toys. Okay, good. That's I actually donated a couple of Kong toys. Very good of you. Um, they're not used. They're good. not Tatums. That's our big dogs. But um, anything really that you can think of for cats and dogs. They're blankets, beds, crates, cleaning supplies, you know, to clean the actual sure. shelter. Um, and... It's something that Evan and I started about five years ago. This is going to be our fifth season actually doing it. Great. And we just try to grow it a little bit more each year. So we do it twice a, twice a season when the Rays have – that coincides with the dog day in the park, really. Sure. So this time we are collecting um, – I also take money and checks mm. and gift cards as well made out directly to Pet Pal Animal Shelter. Great. Um, if you don't have time to stop at the store to buy any items or if you forget, we sure. get that a lot. And I tell them, well, do you have money? I can take that too. <laughs> That's very nice of you. <laughs> so any of those things. And we're collecting at gates one and six and also at the TBT party deck, which is upstairs, which is where those that have a ticket to bring their dogs that day will be all hanging out. Right. So that's where I'll be at because I have to go in. And is that where you're going to be, Seth, for the game? Smooch under the people's animals. That's where I will be, yes. You sure? 
I'm not sure, but that's where I'm trying to be. Okay. <laughs> Seth, Seth ran, it waited until the last minute to buy tickets for him Sells and his out. dogs. It did it's sell out. It's very popular. Yes. He uh, he wanted to take Ribby and Piper to the game. and uh, he What found kind of him. dogs are Ribby and Piper? Oh, they're Cocker Spaniels. Oh, how sweet. I know, right? That's and they're going to miss the game because of Seth's, uh, Seth's I, negligence. I didn't, I didn't know. It I might mean... not be too late to get tickets for September. There you go. <laughs> no, it's not going to help you for Sunday, which is also Jewish Heritage Day, and he's also Jewish. He is oh, a, my. He's a dog guy. He really guy. dropped the ball here. I, I, felt, I felt like I should be there. <laughs> Um, so, there, so you're doing this again in September. We're doing it again in September. In September, we actually do an even larger event because um, all season long, Evan, he's really great about this, he asked players from all over the league to autograph different items for me to then have an auction with cool. in September to try to raise a little bit more money for the shelter itself on top of every home run that Evan hits this season. Um, we actually donate a total of $600 per home run Wow! between um, ourselves and then some sponsors, The Rays, Bright House Network, Duckies, this uh, this dance studio called Car. Um, and so total so far, I've got six sponsors. So that's $600 okay. per home run. And for the first four seasons that we've done this, we've raised over $50,000 for Pet Pal Animal Shelter. Now, so. uh, Jamie Evanson is here. Jamie Evanson Longoria, wife of Evan Longoria. Yeah, I'm going to change my name at some point. Some point. <laughs> um, and why are uh, why are animals so important to you guys? How did this become a cause that you, uh, that you wanted to get behind? Well, we had one of our rescues passed away, but we still have one rescue right now. Her name is Tatum. She's um, going to be eight years old in June. She's mm. a South African Boroboro Mastiff. Whoa. So she's only like 125 pounds instead of 250. Good God. Uh, (laughs) And then we have my very old, slightly senile, almost 15-year-old wiener dog. Wow. That I got before I knew about rescuing. Right. That was in my early 20s that that dated me. But... um, so like ten five years ago. Yeah, like five years ago, I got that rescue. Uh, that dog that I sh- that now I know about rescuing, right. and um, that's what we have been doing, and what we continue to do now when we when we want to get a new pet in our lives. But it's just we love animals so much, and we notice that a lot of um, a lot of people focus on more uh, charities and events that benefit people. Mm-hmm. And um, I wanted to do something different on the team, so. We decided to do something that benefited the animals. Great. Well, you're in the right place because Seth has a uh, dog of the week with the Pinellas County Humane Society. Uh, your dog this week is a one-year-old Boston Terrier named Jesse. That is correct. You can check out Seth's Twitter, at Seth Cush, where uh, we're trying to get this dog adopted. We do that every week. I uh, rescue cats. Uh, if I had all the money in the world and the resources, I would have my own cat ranch. Uh, I now have two cats that I've rescued, but in my life, I've had like five. I never saw myself as cat guy. But uh, it just started with one where a cat needed a kit needed a home, so I took in a litter of two, and then next thing you well, know, well, it's funny I'm that you mentioned that because I never consider myself a cat person either. But I suddenly have an insane obsession with a sphinx cat, oh, and yeah. I'm gonna get one. What a oh. cool looking cat! Oh, they they make me feel crazy. I want to squeeze them really bad. So <laughs> I have looked into seeing if there's any rescues. I have not come across one yet. Right. But if anyone out there has has any knowledge of any sphinx rescue sites, because it seems that People who get that particular kind of cat know they want a hairless cat, and right. so there's apparently not that many around. But doesn't mean that someone personally doesn't have one that they're trying to find a home for. Sure, if you have a sphinx out there and you're you looking unloaded on Sunny, you want Sunny, to give me your hairless kitty. Give Jamie your sphinx. Yeah, very interesting yeah. looking cat. Uh, looking at your illustrious resume, Jamie, for a moment, uh, were you really a police officer? I was. That is amazing. A whole other lifetime ago. For, it seems I mean, like. it must seem like it like does. decades ago. It's so long ago. What made you decide to give that up? Getting uh, shot, the possibility of getting shot at every day? No, no, not necessarily. Um, I grew up in a family of police officers. My mom, my dad, my stepdad. 
uh, three of my uncles, my grandfather, everyone was a police officer. So growing up, that's really the only world that I knew. Right. And just always, at the time, I wanted to be an undercover spy. Um, <laughs> very Angelina Jolie right. of me at the time. Sure. Um, it just, I really liked my actual job. I loved being free and, you know, out. I worked the night shift, 12 at night to 12 in the morning. Um, unfortunately, I did not particularly care for the department I worked for. Ah. Uh, there was a lot of sexual harassment, Ooh. and it just made for a very miserable yeah. daily life experience, sadly, because I really did love my actual job. So just to, it was time to go, and, and actually I never really looked back. <laughs> you know, that's really got to suck to be uh, a very attractive female, respectfully, uh, who wants to go into the world of law enforcement because, uh, you know, even now you're dealing with antiquated mentalities of guys who figure, you know, they're going to see you a certain way and they think that a certain type of behavior is okay, and what are you going to do about it? Yet all you wanted to do is advance your law enforcement career, but you couldn't do that because of some pig-headed guys. Pretty much. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I've not know. looked back. Uh, right. Leaving there made me pursue other dreams that I had. For example, had I not left the police department, I would not have applied for The Amazing Race. Right. Which Two seasons, right? Did two seasons, right. And I would not have had the chance to apply because you have to be able to take a month straight off of life. Right. And there would not have been an opportunity to do that at any point. I, I was a rookie and fairly young in my career, so I would not have had that much time accumulated to just follow my dream of racing around the world. So, you know, that kind of then snowballed into getting to do other things. That's how that's how Playboy found my partner and I right. um, when they presented us with that opportunity. And so, again, then that led to doing the Amazing Race again for the All-Star season. And then, you know. Wow. What I mean, you, did, you were a cop. You did the Amazing Race. Playboy Playmate of the Month for January 2010. I cheered for the Dolphins for six years. And so, I mean, wow. just just the things I wouldn't have been able to do. Because I, I, I cheered for the Dolphins for the four years while I was in college. And then I left when I went to the police academy. And then when I was, when after I left the police department, I went back for two more seasons. And that's wow. kind of where I met the girl that I did the Amazing Race with. The one I said, you know what? You and I, we could win this. Right. Jamie Edmondson is in the studio with us. PetPalAnimalShelter.com is the website. When Seth? you were cheerleading, did you do it just because you loved it? Were I you did d- it because I loved it. Okay. And I, I love football. Because there's always, there seems to be now a lot of the uh, cheerleaders are suing the former oh, teams because they weren't silly. getting any money. Well, so. you, just, you have to love it because it was the Dolphins, right? <laughs> well, you, okay. In my defense, again, I'm dating myself, but when I, my first year was Dan Marino's last year. So it was actually a much different, I feel oh, like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it was like a, a legacy at the, <laughs> at the time. So that was pretty cool then and they did go to the playoffs I think once or twice more after my first year and then it's just not really gone anywhere from there. How did you meet uh, the great Evan Longoria? I actually met him through um, a fellow playmate who is now married uh, at the time she was her her now husband and Evan were roommates in spring training Wow! and so I I was living in California and she had come to Florida which is actually where I'm from and I happened to just be in town for the weekend and she said you want to go to a spring training it was actually their first game of spring this was now that was this i just finished my sixth spring training with him in lovely port charlotte and i, I was like well if you want to pick, pick me up I'll, right. I'll go sit with you and so i i tell you this never ever because i was living i grew up in fort lauderdale yep. then i was living in la at the time i did not expect to meet my husband in jason's deli in port charlotte florida it's the last place <laughs> i would have ever dreamed right. of meeting my future husband yet yeah, there he was there he was did <laughs> you know he had long hair too oh yeah yeah it was so hot did I'm you uh did you know right south, away like, like the minute you met him then kind of mullet like <laughs> did you see the mullet and go this is the guy for me well no and this is probably the only reason why we ended up working out is because i think it 
at that time, you know, he, I think, was used to getting a lot of attention from the ladies. Sure. I don't blame him. No, but um, I'd actually, my wallet apparently got, my credit card got stolen. No, actually, it was my whole wallet. was stolen the night before, but I did not know it was stolen. Okay. Until I went to go pay for a pretzel at the stadium in Port Charlotte. And that's the next time I went to need to use my wallet because my girlfriend picked me up. And then, so after the game, like I said, her her now husband, it was uh, Reed Brignac's wife. Right. Um, she had driven us from like from Gainesville, so that's a long drive. So w- whatever, I was there. <laughs> is that his walk-up music? <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> well, so when I when they when we met them after the game, we met them at Jason's Deli, and they're like, "Oh, do you want to have? Do you want to get some lunch?" I was like, "I don't have any money." Now I'm of course I found like I felt like just like a typical like gold digging right. hoe because I showed up with literally not not a dollar to my name. Okay, I was there with not a single dollar and I was like busy the whole time canceling my credit cards. It was it was a weekend. There's right. no the bank oh. was not open. I didn't have a car. I didn't have a dollar to my name and I'm stuck in Port Charlotte, Florida. My, my girlfriend didn't want to leave because she was visiting her boyfriend for the right. first time in a while. Uh-huh. And I was stuck with this mullet-haired <laughs> <laughs> guy with like n- nothing. And I think it's because I wasn't paying him any attention because I was so paranoid about my DL and my mm-hmm. money and all that that he actually, I think, liked me because I gave him no yeah. attention at That's all. good. <laughs> I, and I think the typical gold-digging hoe probably would have hit him up for like an Ocean Prime or an Eddie <laughs> yeah. V's. Probably not Jason's Deli. Yeah, not, not, the, not the salad buffet. <laughs> Start <yet>. small. <laughs> Jamie Evanson Longoria is in the studio with us. Dog Day at the Rays is this Sunday as the Rays take on Seth's Chicago White Sox. Uh, there, You can uh, try to get tickets to the game, MLB.com slash Rays. As Seth knows, they are sold out of the doggy tickets. Uh, maybe scalpers, you know? I, I figured that talking to a scalper trying to get two dog seats together so that scenario has been playing out through my head on Sunday. I got a dog seat in section 112 for you. Uh, now how have you adjusted to uh, to being a mom? I know this has happened within the last three years. You now have two kids, one three, one seventeen months. Uh, an abrupt change of life, right? Uh, busy. Yeah. It's busy. Um, the off season it's not obviously as busy because it's not Groundhog's Day with, with the baseball game every day. So the sure. off season is great. Um, we live in Scottsdale, Arizona mm-hmm. and we have two parents at home yeah, is, that must be which nice. Is nice. Yeah. <laughs> so it kind of helps having a three-year-old and a seventeen-month-old when you have two parents at home. Sure. Um, during season, it's a little bit more like being a single mom. Yeah. <laughs> because I mean, he's gone. He leaves at noon, and he gets home about midnight every day. Wow. Um, but hey, it's it's not it's not a it's not a bad life. Right. Does uh, does he ever take work home with him if he goes like zero for five one day and it's a real frustrating day, or is he able to go? God, I have a beautiful wife and two beautiful children. I don't know if he says all that, but. <laughs> If he's saying all that, he doesn't ever tell me that. But no, uh, no. One thing I do love about Evan, and it's been like this long before we had children, before we were engaged, before we even lived together. I noticed that he never brings it home with him in right. a negative way. Even when he has a, himself, a, he could hit four home runs, right? And he would not say anything about it when he got home, like about himself. He sure. he already thinks about the next day. Uh, he realizes that it's a very long season. Yes, and he tries to move forward, and um, that's one of the things I like about him is because he, I, I would not be able to live with someone who was constantly oh. being brought down, obsessing it's over a, it. it. I mean, baseball season is eight months long, right? Spring training and everything—you just can't live mm. like that. How many games do you get to a season? Be honest. Be honest. If you asked him that question, he'd say something like, I'm so proud of you that you you made it to a game this week. It's tough. I mean, you got kids to worry about. Well, and the thing is, I don't put my kids on baseball schedule. Right. A lot of the the wives do. Mm. Um, 
their kids, you know, I know they're there till the in the game and then they wait for them after the game and so right. their kids go to sleep later, but then they get up later. But uh, I send my kids to school three days a week and I try to keep them as on a, a regular day schedule as much as possible. Sure. So during the week, we don't really get to the games very much, maybe once a week during at night. And then we go to every day game because they love the yeah. baseball field. That's awesome, though. I mean, that's, that's making quite the schedule. Uh, you can bring your items to the uh, to the Rays uh, game this Sunday. Go to PetPalAnimalShelter.com if you want more information. You can get the pet wish list. There's a ton of stuff on there, including the science diet food that I bought, the peanut butter that Seth bought. Yes, Seth Kushner? I don't want to get too personal. And Jamie. What, someone, oh. someone bought this. I did. Yeah, I oh, got that. Yeah, is that acceptable? Because Seth yeah. bought yeah, it. Yeah, I got yes, it. Acceptable. I got it before I knew that you just wanted pet science stuff. But you so. know, what? I will tell you what the shelter does do because this is something that we've been collecting for several years now. Is and I've asked about this. If people bring, you know, they didn't have time to get actually to PetSmart or Petco that sells the science diet, and they want to run in and grab a bag of food anyways, that they so they can at least contribute somehow. The shelter gives this food to families that come by and say, we don't have anything for our dog or our cat. Do you right. have any, can you spare anything? And they will give them the stuff that's not the science diet. So they try to keep, you know, the, you want to keep dogs and cats on the consistent diet. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you change their food and oh. things can go south fast. No doubt. So they save the food that's not the, the brand that, they use at the shelter, and they do give it to local families when they come in and ask for it. Awesome. Seth, you are about to ask a ridiculously personal question. Yeah, I don't want to get too personal, but we were Uh-oh. talking about what? this before you came in. Was it about Evan's how nice his ass looks? No. Can you say that? Yes, you can. Baseball yeah. pants? <laughs> that, it was oh, not that surprisingly. That was not. We talk about that off the air. That yeah. was my question. Yeah. <laughs> it's, wow. It's I got butterflies now after hearing that. Just saying, I that's one of my favorite things about baseball season. Is Me too. How tight the pants are. All the pants are just Evans pants. Well, I mean, I, w- I did hear you guys talking about there were no pants going to be gone today. Yes, no, my, we have pants up. on. Pants on. Pants yes, on. Evan asked me. He's like. Oh, first of all, he's the one that passed on your information to call and yes. come into the studio. I appreciate and him being the middleman. Today, I was telling, yeah, you know, I text him. Oh, I've, I've, what are you doing today? Then I told him what I was doing. He's like, oh, you're going in studio. I said, yeah, I thought that's what you, what you gave me his information for. He goes, it's no pants Friday, though. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I had no idea. I'm really glad he told you he that. He said he's going to text you. Yeah, he did. And find out if this was some, I don't know, yeah. Weasley way of getting that's what no, he said. No. Is this some, some sort of clever ruse having my wife in there? What's a personal question you have, Seth? Does Evan use emojis when you guys are texting? Uh, I heard you guys asking uh, about yes, that as I was pulling question. up. And I was going to go back through my text to see the last time he used one. Um, he did use one earlier today, okay. Okay. to be honest with you, because I sent him a throwback picture that my stepmom just sent of me and my father, and Which we, emoji see, we did appear he to have matching haircuts in this photo. Oh, my yeah. My dad and I, not a good look. <laughs> and I wrote, check this hair, and he wrote back, whose, your dad's or yours, and then this emoji is not a flattering one. That It's like a horrified Oh, the, like, oh, yeah, the like, scream emoji. Yes. <laughs> and he told me I love the bowl cut. So <laughs> he does use them, but they're not, they're usually not the ones with the heart right. and you know, the oh. butterflies floating around the heart. Yeah. It's, some guys are strong emoji users, some guys uh, reserve them for special occasions like bowl haircuts. They're, they're mo- I've scrolled back through just to see and I noticed that none of them have hearts or rainbows or mm. anything in the ones he's used. Gotcha. Only in sissy guys like us use that. <laughs> well he looks great in baseball. 
baseball pants. So that we have to make up for that by throwing emojis around. That's out of control. Uh, if you can't get to a uh, pet store, they are accepting office supplies as well. Uh, HP 78 Laser Jet, uh, HP 951 gift cards, any office supply store, copy paper, p- postage stamps, medical supplies as well, stuff for fancy felines, near and dear to my heart, cat litter, scratching posts, cat toys, and uh, Revolution Flea Control, all kinds of stuff for the Rays game this Sunday. Uh, Jamie, you're a lovely young lady. Thank you very much for being here. PetPalAnimalShelter.com is the website. It is the dog days at the Rays this Sunday. Uh, we would love to have you back in in September when you do this Absolutely. again. Absolutely. Thank you, you. Have we been well behaved? I feel like we've I, been. I think so, yes. She's the one who said ass, not us. So I think I we're am. good. Perfect. I'm uh, sure he'll be thrilled to know that I talked about his ass definitely, on, on radio I'm sure today. his feelings won't be hurt one bit. Uh, Jamie Evans in Longoria. Thank they you so were, much. They were when he went through the Kawa drive through the other day and the girls were like, oh, you have a game tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> That's probably your Kawa that they're going through, I've been too. picking on him ever since because I swear to God, he was glowing. He was glowing. And it's like, I wasn't even in the in the car. They didn't even ask me if I wanted anything. Or, or That's anything. how they roll. Just so you know, I'm no Evan Longoria, but the girls at the Kawa drive through love me, too. So I think it's just their thing. <laughs> he was glowing and he's, he's been excited about it for That's days. so great so. that he does that. Uh, her website is jamieebenson.com. That's J-A-I-M-E-E-D-M. M-O-N-D-S-O-N. Jamie, thank you so much for You're being welcome. here. We thank appreciate you. it. And uh, we uh, support the Rays. Dog Days at the Rays this Sunday, April 17th. Shalom, my friends. Welcome back to the Drew Garabo Live Hidden Cut of the Day. The first rule of the Drew Garabo Live Hidden Cut of the Day is don't talk about it. Just tweet me at Seth Cush and tell me how much you love it because I love you. Kisses Bay. Big game, James. What's going on? Hey, what's happening? Doing great, man. How's everything with you? Good, good, real good. Good to hear from you. You uh, you got this book, September Nights, in stores right now. Let's uh, get this thing flying off the shelves. Give us compelling reasons to buy this book. Hey, I'll tell you what. Uh, you know, I mean, it's it's, it's 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 a good book for fans to read. I think uh, you know, I think it's it's a it's a good read if you like baseball, especially if you're a Rays fan. Um, Basically, it's a, it was a special team that year in 2010, and, and it was just the road to the playoffs. I mean, it's just how we each and every series of what we thought of and what we were looking forward to. And, and uh, you know, I throw in some funny courts here and there. And, and uh, you know, it's, like I said, it's a good read. I think uh, the baseball fans uh, will, will definitely love it. Hey, James, any guys like B.J. Upton or Longo say, damn, I should have written a book about the 2010 season? <laughs> Well, you know, it's actually, um, you know, I didn't write it. Bill Chastain wrote it, um, but he, uh, you know, he had approached approached me and said, "Hey, you know, um, this is a pretty special team. I'd like to write something about, um, you know, the the, the team and, and and basically how how you get to the playoffs." I mean, I think uh, you know, October baseball is what everyone looks forward to is the playoffs. Everyone looks forward to that, but I think that you know, going into the playoffs in September, I think that's just as important. I mean, you, you saw this year, what we did this year, nine and a half games back. I mean, it's it's kind of a, a grind once you get to September. I'm on board. Hey, take us back to that uh, moment this year, man. Did you guys think you were down and out when uh, when you were looking up at the standings? Be honest with me. Like, you look up at the standings, you think, man, very little possibility that we're going to catch the Red Sox, right? Well, I'll tell you what, when you're nine and a half games back going into September, you you, you know, you don't have too much confidence in making the playoffs. But, um, you know, we believed in ourselves, and that was what it was all about. And uh, we knew we were playing the, the Red Sox, I think it was six times. We played the Yankees six times. So I knew that, you know, there was a chance. There was always a chance. I think, uh, you know, not too many not too many people around the world, uh, you know, really, really thought of us making the playoffs. But, you know, the way that we were thinking was, hey, we got to go one game at a time, and we're still in this thing. And uh, 
obviously Joe Madden, you know, he's Mr. Positive, man. He just kind of told us, hey, let's just keep winning games. And, and sure enough, we just kept winning. Absolutely. We're talking to James Shields, pitcher for the Tampa Bay Rays. James, you pitch with so much passion. You love the game. I love watching you pitch. But I want to know how long, when you have a bad outing out there, how long does that affect you? How long does that stay with you? Well, I think it stays with me until I, until I get get home after the game. That's about it, man. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just, I mean, this game's a grind. I mean, you're going to go through a lot of ups and downs. And I think, uh, you know, obviously in 2010, I didn't have the season, uh, you know, that I wanted to have. And, and But I just stayed positive. I, I worked hard in the offseason and, and went to 2011 with a good frame of mind. But like I said, I mean, if I have a bad outing, hey, there's always a, there's always another game. I mean, we I got five days to, to prepare myself for the next game and try to win a ball game. Hey, James, what would you say was your best day as a Ray? Probably my best day as a Ray was winning a game in the World Series. I think uh, – you know, I think we, we have one win in franchise history, and, and uh, you know, that happened to be my game. So um, I think that was probably the best day of uh, as a Ray. For sure, man. Uh, and it's no secret that the uh, Rays uh, struggle attendance-wise. It's certainly publicized everywhere in the Tampa Bay area. How much does that affect you guys as players? Well, I mean, we can't really think about it too much as players. Um, you know, obviously, it's not our job. Is it's a, the marketing, marketing, and all that. And I mean, we can't really. It, it doesn't really affect us too much. I mean, when when there's when there's a lot of fans in there, I'll tell you what. When we got about twenty twenty to thirty thousand fans, it definitely gets us going. Um, you know, when we have a packed house and we're playing the Yankees or Red Sox or whoever. I mean, it really gets us pumped up, man. And so um, the fans definitely help us out. Um, but as far as controlling, you know, whether the fans come in or not, we can't control that. Um, all we got to do is just go out there and play our game. You know, like we had three out of the last four years, we made the playoffs. I mean, you know, that's that's as much as we can we can control. Absolutely. We've got Tampa Bay Rays pitcher James Shields. James Shields, the cowbell, love it or hate it, be honest. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know, man. It, at, at first, at first, I hated it. I mean, it's just uh, you know the very beginning. But I guess it's kind of grown on me now. It's, it's it's kind of one of those things in the background now that you know it doesn't really it doesn't really bother me too much. <laughs> That's good to know. I got a question for you about being a baseball fan. I was raised in the Northeast, being a Red Sox fan. Uh, I got to be honest, man. I, since moving over here to Tampa in July, I fell in love with the Rays. You guys had such a low payroll, and to do what you guys did last year. Uh, am I able to jump off the Red Sox bandwagon and immerse myself in the Rays? Are you okay with that? Hey, come on over, man. I'm, I'm, you know, anytime I can get a Red Sox fan, a Rays fan, I'm good to go. <laughs> Probably pretty hard to do. And what about the Red Sox struggles in the clubhouse this year? How much of that goes on in every clubhouse and just stays behind closed doors? Or is this a case where guys were just doing dumb things and finally got exposed for it? Well, I just think that um, I think that whole thing kind of got blown out of proportion a little bit, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but you know, I mean, things happen. I mean, they, you know, I'm obviously they're under a big microscope there in Boston. I mean, they're one of a very big market team, and uh, you know, I mean, you, you just can't really do those kinds of things. But um, you know, I mean, if things happen. I mean, I'm sure they're going to move on and, and uh, move forward with next season. We've got author and Rays pitcher James Shields on the line with us. James, what's the worst thing you've heard yelled at you from uh, an opposing fan when you've been at an away stadium? <laughs> <laughs> man, I've heard I've heard a bunch of things. Man, I've I've heard a bunch of things. I I mean, um, 
Shoot. Uh, do they do they affect you at all? Like when you're warming up in the bullpen before you go in the game and people are yelling at you, can can you hear them or do you totally tune everybody out? Well, I mean, I definitely can hear them, but I mean, it's just, you know, I'm just kind of used to it now. I mean, it's not really, uh, it, it actually kind of gets me pumped up a little bit, you know? I mean, the more they rag on me, the more mad I get, and then uh, I want to go out there and just dominate, you know? I mean, it's just kind of, I kind of feed off that energy, you know what I mean? And you know, at the end of the day, you're depositing a Major League Baseball paycheck into your account, <laughs> and those guys have to go back to their jobs, right? Well, I guess I guess you can uh, look at it that way, but I'll tell you what, uh, you know, that's part of the game, man. I, that's, that's one of the things I love about the game. I, I don't think, uh, you know, I, I think a lot of people kind of shy away from that, but I, I kind of embrace that, man. I mean, I like, uh, I mean, that's part of the game. You go into... I mean, I remember growing up, I remember, you know, I went to Dodger Stadium and I was ragging on the on the opposing team, you know, and I, 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 mean, I just think it's part of the game. I think it's all fun and games. Hey, James, what's your classic blow-off line for an autograph? Hey, I'll get you later. <laughs> uh, well, I try not to blow too many people off, but, uh, you know, I mean, I, you know, I try to, I try to do the best I can. I mean, my, my thing is, is I, I try to get as many kids as possible, man. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I mean, the adults kind of have to wait behind the kids in line, man. I, I think that, you know, like I said, growing up, you know, it, it was just a, I remember getting an autograph, you know, and, and, and it was just the best thing in the world. And James, one last question. Were you, were you honored with where you finished in the Cy Young voting? Uh, yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt. I think, uh, you know, the way a lot of these pitchers pitch this year, um, you know, I mean, I was just, I was just so happy to be in the top three, man. I mean, I, <laughs> you know, I mean, it, especially with the way I, my season went last year, I think, uh, you know, I'm very proud of, 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 of my, the way that I had, uh, in the Cy Young voting and, and, uh, you know, I'm proud of the season, man. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, hopefully I can just build off that the rest of my career. Yeah, we're proud of you, man. The book is September 9th. Uh, James Shields will be at the Carrollwood Barnes & Noble, 1182 Northdale Mayberry Highway. That'll be this Friday at 6.30. James, we appreciate your time. We're big fans here and big supporters. We hope we can get you in the studio sometime. Hey, do you like alternative music? We got Next Big Thing coming up this Saturday. If you want some tickets, we can get we're, you hooked up. This Saturday coming up? Yeah, at the Amp. Oh, man, I, w- I wish I could, but uh, I got to do Christmas tree time with the family, man. Ah, family schmamily, what have they ever done for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I got, I, got to, uh, I got to make some homemade raviolis for the family on Saturday, man. That's, just, that's just my family time. Look at that. Is there a cooking book in your future? Is that next for you? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, man. I, I love to cook. I love to just to kind of hang out and, and uh, you know, cook, cook for the family. I don't get to do that very often during the season, so. Awesome, man. Well, James, thank you so much for your time, man. We appreciate it. Best of luck to you, and we hope we get to touch base with you this season. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. Take care. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.